Hi, everyone. This is Jackie Cooper with J. Cooper Travels and Crypto Mom 2. And I want to welcome everyone to this episode. Please definitely like and subscribe because there are a lot more conversations that are in the wings and I don't want you to miss any of them. Today, I have a really interesting guest. He is um, an expert in so many things. He uh, is a serial entrepreneur, but He's all about how do you diversify, how do you build wealth, and how do you do it in a way that's balanced, which I know that for all of us, we're looking at that life-work balance type of situation, and we, we want to find more time to be with our family and to do things that are passionate. And so sometimes we have to look at alternative ways that we are growing our income, uh, both passively as well as directly, and um, he's an expert at that. So I want to welcome on Jack Gibson. How are you doing today? Great, Jackie. Thanks for having me on. Pleasure to be yeah. here. Yeah. So a um, little bit about myself for those that might be new to the episode. Um, my background is law, even though I've not followed a traditional legal path. I'm right now a special educator and at the elementary side, but I'm also an entrepreneur doing a lot of different projects so I can follow my heart. So I know that um, you, you've been doing a lot of creative things um, throughout your life. In fact, when you were very young, you started a company and you were very successful. Um, what made you decide at a very young age that um, you wanted to go into business? Well, I saw my uncle and my grandfather, they, when they passed away, they had multiple millions. And I realized, you know, they became really obvious the way they did it was entrepreneurship. They started uh, businesses and, and my uncle had three, my grandfather took a hold of his father's business. Right. And he, uh, ran that up. And then when he sold his stock, he made millions. So I, I looked at that. I'm like, okay, well, it'll, I think it makes sense for me. It's it's in the family. Why don't I become an entrepreneur and and see what happens? So yeah, I started in. Uh, I didn't actually start my own company per se, but kind of in a way, I guess it. You know, it's your own business. I was in network yeah. marketing. I grew a large um, organization of over nine thousand um, independent sales reps in that, and still that's still going strong today. Um, and so, yeah, it was really, I kind of, I look at it and I think I kind of had the rich dad, poor dad scenario. I had my, my real dad who wasn't poor by any stretch, but he was, you know, an, a professional worked a job and he, by no means did he get rich doing that, but we were, we had a good life. We were comfortable. And then, you know, I looked at my second dad, my uncle and well, you know, he's got millions. So I'm, I'm like thinking to myself, yeah, this is it. I'm I'm in the rich dad poor dad book. I'm the <laughs> I'm the student. <laughs> so I got to figure out how to follow the one that makes the most money. So that's how it well, happened. That you know, that's an insight that a lot of people don't always have. Though they 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 see it, but they don't take the initiative to do it. Sure. So um, you know, for those that are listening or or watching, um. How do you, what do you recommend to people that have been thinking about this for a while, but might be scared about taking that first step or might be thinking, well, it's not going to work or any of the other kind of mental scenarios that might happen, or they might not know what to choose because again, there's a lot of options out there. Now you've kind of, mm -hmm. you've done a few different things. Um, so what do you recommend? I know we're going to be talking about some of the businesses that you're involved with that yeah. people can select, but how did, how did you find the right fit for you? 
Well, you know, I look at back at everything that I've started and, and essentially the problem I look at that I was trying to solve for myself is how do I create automated passive income that flows in every single month, whether Jack's working hard or Jack's sitting on the beach or Jack's maybe under duress and he needs time off. How is it that I can create this multiple, you know, buckets of passive income that it really can enable me to live the the life, the dream life, the life I really want, the life with my family with no limitations where I have all the time that I need and I have the money to enjoy. You know, most people, if you really look at it, they have either one or the other. I mean, if they have a lot of time, typically they don't have a lot of money. And if they have a lot of money, they usually don't have a lot of time. So I knew that if I could really focus in and, and, and start early and start young, and really focus on driving passive income because I got I got the concept and I I saw it at a very young age. So I knew that it would take a while, it would take multiple years, it would probably take me a decade or more, which is exactly what happened. But that if I could stay dialed into and dreaming and visioning and building towards passive income, that eventually I would be able to figure it out. So yes, that's the one thing is. I think in business, you have to look at what problem have I solved for myself? That could be one kind of like way to get into a business is what problem did you solve for yourself? Chances are a lot of other people, probably millions of people in America have the same problem and they need help. And you've already figured out how to solve it. You've already crossed that, you know, that, uh, that gap. And so if you can teach, share, um, create a product or maybe a product already exists that could help them that you could just, you know, pick right up and start marketing and selling. But I think those, for me, that's been how I've solved, or I'm sorry, that's how I've created all the five businesses is I solved a problem for myself first and then realized there's a lot of other people that need help with this and I can help them to do it because I've done it for myself. I really love what you just shared because I also have been involved in um, multi-level marketing businesses mm -hmm. and I like the model. Um, and I also like the idea of passive income and I, and the idea that you're creating residual income that frees up your time. But what I really liked what you said, and I think this is important for everyone who's listening, is it's not an overnight success. Whenever you put um, time into a business, it takes work. But if you, like I yeah. have a master's degree, so I could um, do the special ed teaching. I also have a law degree. If you're taking the time to get a degree, you need to be thinking that you're going to be putting the same amount of time into building a business because that energy and that direction that got you the degree is the same energy that you need to create the foundation, which will then give you the freedom, like what you're talking about, um, with, like you said, also solving a solution. And, and so there are different options out there for people to kind of look at, but you also have to, and maybe you can talk about this too, not every business is good for everyone. And sometimes you do have to do research about the business because sometimes the businesses you get involved in um, might not last. So yeah. uh, what's your experience? I know we're going to talk about your real estate and mm -hmm. I know that, you know, I'm involved in blockchain and Bitcoin. We might talk about that. But for people that are looking to explore, um, you know, passive income or businesses, 
what what would you recommend? How would they do the research or yeah. find something that fits for them? No, a great question. I think what first people have to understand is that no matter what you do, it is going to be hard and it is going to be difficult and and there is no easy business. In fact, it doesn't matter what industry. I've, I've built businesses in different industries, multi-level marketing, real estate. Um, I raise big capital for syndicated deals, which is essentially real estate, but just, you know, yeah. playing the game at a much bigger level. I've started an online, you know, platform, education and coaching and and such with indestructible wealth. And then I started a Bitcoin mining company. All five were very, very difficult. In fact, you know, it took me my very first check and my multi-level business was $14.90. That was eight months in. Yeah, exactly. Right. So <laughs> I mean, like real estate, I mean, I, I came out of the gate and I made a lot of money fast. I mean, I made probably seven, 800 grand my first 12 months, but then it got really, really hard the next, you know, two, three years. And we didn't make any money for the next three years. In fact, we, we took some real hits because we had yeah, long story short, but a really bad partners and employees that we hired some bad decisions and they, they were not good people and they cost us a lot of money. So you know, I just, <laughs> I think that what, what people have to consider and they would, they have to do is once they pick something, they need to be passionate about it, but they need to go deep with it. In other words, you've got to commit to it for a multi-year period. You can't just sign up and, and get started in some type of business, whatever it is. And then after a year and think that, okay, this just isn't going well, you got to go committed, go deep. And my first business, I was in it for 15 years. <clears throat> and then the second one, the real estate company, that's been going for seven years. So I make multi-year commitments and I stick to them. My indestructible wealth, it's not really making any money, but I've been podcasting for two years now, 135 episodes, and I haven't stopped. And at some point I'll figure this thing out. <laughs> so I don't know when, <laughs> but I'm going to figure it out. Because that's how you have to play the game. You can't you can't just go into it with this half-hearted commitment. It's not going to work. So talk a little bit more about indestructible wealth. Talk a little mm -hmm. bit more about real estate. I know a lot of people think, oh, well, I'm going to buy my own house. Great. You know, that's definitely a, a good investment to have. But some other individuals might want to get into the, the real estate as a business. So mm -hmm. there's... Um, there's ups and downs in that, but if they wanted to get involved with how you've structured the business, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. You know, when I first got into real estate, cause real estate is a pretty capital intensive, you mm -hmm. know, game. I mean, typically, you know, you really want to play it at a bigger level. I mean, you got to have hundreds of thousands of dollars to really play the game. I mean, we're, we're churning maybe, you know, six, 700,000, and that's not nearly enough to really do what we want to do. So we realized, you know what, rather than going out and trying to find another two or three or 4 million to really, you know, get the amount of properties churning, like rehabbing and in the mix that we need to do, why don't we just do more of a, a wholesale game and use the teams that we've built up and all of the processes and systems that we have and let's just do uh, sell contracts. So <clears throat> that's the model we're going towards now. <clears throat> so for example, before we would, you know, we'd buy a property and, and it would need a lot of work. And then we'd, so we'd buy it all cash and then we'd fix it up, which requires more cash. And then we sell it once it's a completed property and it's got a tenant in place and it's cash flowing, right? We'd sell it as a turnkey investment. Like 
And that meaning another investor could just buy the property from day one. They're 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 cash flowing and they're off, you know, to the passive income. But that requires a lot, a lot of capital on our part to be able to have enough things in inventory. So we just said, you know what? Let's go, let's go out and we'll find a property for you that you're looking for, and we'll get it under contract at a great price. And then we'll sell the contract to you. And then we'll do the uh, construction because we have all the teams in place. So we'll get the construction teams in place. If it needs work, some of them do, some of them don't, right? A lot of times though, it's better to take on a property that needs work because you can buy it at a better discount and then you can get more tax write-offs when you do the construction. So you got to think about, you know, your unique situation and our team kind of walks you through that different things, scenarios to think about. And then we do the property management too. So we own equity and we own the property management company. So that way we can control the whole outcome, the processes, everything, and make sure that there's nobody that's going to screw our clients over. Like, cause that could happen in real estate too. Yeah. Um, so that's um, a way to play the real estate game with, with not as much capital it's wholesaling. Right. So that's a, that's a great way for people to get into the game um, that want to do real estate. However, you know, it's not passive, you know, what you're doing. So if you've got capital and you're just looking to invest it, then you're much better off just buying the properties you know, with us or going out and sourcing your own properties. If you want to do that yourself, great. A lot of people, of course, have success doing that. Um, but that allows you by just buying and holding with your own capital, that allows you to create streams of passive income. So it depends, you know, Jackie, are they looking for a side hustle, something that they can use to earn more money, or are they looking to deploy capital that they've already earned and they want to get higher returns? So if someone was to come to you, um, how do you work with your new clients or the people that are, um, do you have like classes that educate them as to mm-hmm. how this works? What's, what's your, how do you, how do you kind of educate and help people as a coach? Yeah, we, you know, we found that there was a gap between a big gap in the, what we saw in the marketplace with clients that were coming to us that if we were to create a more of a structured system and learning experience that we could help them acquire a lot more properties faster so that they could build up a portfolio and really start building meaningful equity. You know, if you just buy one property, one rental property, it, it's not going to move the needle on your net worth uh, a lot. But if you can build up a portfolio of 10 pretty quick, then, uh, and there's a lot of creative ways you can do it and a lot of ways that you probably have equity for instance, in your home, that's just dead equity. It's called lazy asset where it's equity in your house and it's really not making you any money and it could be. So those are some of the things that, you know, we teach through, we have a 12 week course that's launching here in September, uh, 2023. Um, it's called the ideal formula and, uh, you know, real estate is the most, um, impressive way to build wealth because it's the only asset class that has five wealth building criteria. Whereas most other assets like stocks, they have maybe one or two. And so with a real estate, you have five. The ideal is the acronym, meaning I for uh, income from your rents, D for uh, the tax advantages, depreciation. depreciation right. uh, e is for equity, which is the uh, equity that you build up when you amortize or pay down your your loan that you have on the property. And most people do get you know some form of lending uh, debt to good debt to buy their properties. 
And then the A is appreciation. So this is the uh, the property naturally appreciating as the market continues to rise over time. And of course, it doesn't always go up like we're we're seeing the past year. You know, we're probably seeing some negative equity appreciation growth. Um, but that's I don't think that's going to last long. And then the uh, L for leverage. You know, real estate is really the only asset class that you can buy uh, with bank money or other people's money. I mean, they're not lending money to buy crypto. <laughs> they're not typically lending you money to buy stocks. They're not lending you money, um, you know, to buy, you know, a lot of other asset classes. Well, why? Well, real estate, because it's so stable and because of it uh, is such a, you know, stood the test of time as an asset that builds wealth and creates income. Well, they're lending you money. So take advantage and you can buy, you can buy a lot more, you know, properties with other people's money. And then, the bank only wins. The bank doesn't win when the property goes up in value. The bank only wins when you pay them their interest money, their principal and interest money, right? So if the property goes up in value, you you're the one who's getting to win. All, you get to win. You're the one who yeah, wins. Yeah, oh, that. that makes sense. That makes total yeah. sense. I also yeah. love the fact that you mentioned that you have the classes that are coming up. So for those that are listening. Mm -hmm. No matter when you find this episode, definitely, you know, visit um, Jack's uh, website, which will be embedded below. So that way you can see what classes and courses, you know, he might be hosting or or um, sharing, because I know that um, our conversations will stay on um, my uh, my blog and my talk shows for years. So you never know when you're going to be finding this. So right. you definitely reach back out so that way you can kind of actually see what's current. Um, so I know we talked about real estate. I know, you know, I briefly mentioned a little bit about the Bitcoin side. I am, um, I've written a book called the Bitcoin Cinderella and, um, and I have, um, written a lot of different books about the blockchain. So I'm, I, that's a, a passion area of mine, even though, as you and I've talked about offline, um, there's, you know, definitely risks. So I will say mm. that um, this show is not financial advice. It's not legal advice. You definitely need to, it's not investment advice. You definitely need to talk to your own advisors. But uh, I'm just curious, you know, your experience in the, the Bitcoin space, because I just came back mm. from Bitcoin 2023. Um, what what's what's it been and um how did you get involved in in becoming you know part of the bitcoin community i'm always curious when i find people's stories yeah you know i bought bitcoin back in 2016 but the problem was i just didn't buy enough you know i mean <laughs> <laughs> i i bought it as everyone who's listening remember you don't hmm. You don't, you don't invest in it if it's for your food or for your mortgage, you know, again, right, this is right. discretionary income that we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. You know, and here's the thing. I mean, it was at 3000, it was trading around 3000 when I bought yeah. it and I just didn't understand it. You know, I didn't ever, I hadn't up to that point, I hadn't read the book, the Bitcoin standard. Right. And once I read that book, that transformed everything about how I look at Bitcoin and the blockchain and crypto, you know, and in that book, what really sold me ultimately on Bitcoin. And then in addition to that, I get some uh, research that from the Palm Beach group, I think he's phenomenal, Tika Tawari, um, he just really kind of rational, like level headed, you know, not non-hypey advice 
there's so many channels out there and I haven't read your book, which I didn't know you had one. I'm going to get it. I think that's fantastic. There's so many channels out there as you're probably aware that are just overly, way overly hypey. It's either, it's either going to the moon or it's crashing. Right. And that's what they do to try to get views. Um, but it doesn't really do justice to, you know, to the blockchain, but being that it's the, it has all four principles of sound money and that no other money in human history has ever hit all four, which are, I'll give you real quick. I'm sure you probably talked about them. Um, it's decentralized, right? So meaning no government or central party can controls it. Yeah. Um, it's finite, you know, in, in terms of it has a, it has a finite supply. Only 21 million supplied. Yep. That's right. There's only 21 million and how many are actually lost. So there's only like what, 18, 16 million, 18 million that you can actually are in circulating supply. Um, so that, that's different than even gold. Gold is very finite, but gold also, you know, has 3% inflation per year because 3% is mined and, you know, introduced into the overall supply. And then you look at us dollars. Well, are those finite? No. I mean, trillions of them were just printed. Yeah, exactly. So, without backing. Right. Right. Without any backing. So then that's why no government fiat currency has ever survived the test of time. And I think we can probably look at what's happening uh, with the central banks and all the money printing, and we can pretty much say, come to the conclusion safely that they're not going to survive either. You know, how long are they going to last? We don't know. I, I don't think the dollar's going under any time, you know, soon in my lifetime or my children's lifetime. I don't believe that. But at the same time, like they're debasing the currency, they they print it, they manipulate it. And so, you know, that's not, that's not so great. <laughs> Um, the other thing that uh, principle of sound money, it's easily transferable. I, mean, I can send Bitcoin to anywhere on the planet and it'll get it in 10 minutes or less. Thanks to the miners, right? Who verify the transactions and secure the network. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so it's, uh, so it's finite, it's decentralized. Um, it is, uh, what's the, I, I always, you know what? I always get to this and I'm like, get a blank. Like what's the fourth one? So it's, in indestructible oh yeah it's indestructible and oh, that's the fourth one yeah, yeah you can't um immutable yeah you can't destroy it it's too far past it at this point i mean it maybe is. they could have done it in the early very early innings but they can't well, now it well i mean for those that don't know some of the terminology when you um mine bitcoin when you mint it you know again the blocks are time stamped so you know it's and it's 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 the type of currency that has um, the day-to-day -day value, like what's going on with El Salvador, but it also has appreciation. So you can mm -hmm. decide to spend it or you can decide to hold on to it. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's, you know, it's a very interesting type of um, entity. And then I think that that's the challenge that a lot of the legislation is having is that it's like a circle that doesn't fit into a square peg. Right. So, you know, a lot <laughs> of the right. laws, a lot of the laws that were written, the SEC laws were written in 1934. And yes, you have case precedents and things like that. But, you know, crypto and Bitcoin, it's 13 years old. So it's a brand new asset class yeah. and they don't understand it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's very interesting. I know that um, you had mentioned um, when we were talking before the recording that 
you've created something that also is Bitcoin oriented, that's passive oriented. Do you want to mention a little bit here? Uh, again, with the, yeah. the, the disclaimer that for everyone who's listening, right, right. it's not investment. It's I'm not endorsing. I'm just trying to provide information on, right. you know, what what's going on in the community. So go ahead and share. Yeah. Well, you know, being that I missed out on the early stage opportunity, you know, I bought a little bit when it was at 3000 and then I really didn't get back kind of into the space until more towards 2000, end of 2019. And that was a right before the big, you know, uh, you know, blow up of current crypto became really, um, you know, what a big bull run, I guess we could say at that, that point. So I caught it right before then. And I did buy a, I did buy a lot, and I saw this huge, you know, jump. In fact, you know, portfolio went up like four hundred grand in in just a very short time. Um, but what goes up quick, you know, can go down quick just as fast. So, um, you know, I'm glad that I didn't go all in on crypto and get tempted into doing that when I was going when it was going up so fast. I mean, that's a big problem that I think a lot of investors have is that they don't al allocate their asset portfolio very you know, properly. So when something's really rolling good, then they just focus on that versus let's have a balanced approach. Let's yeah, look at the long-term picture <laughs> yeah. of, you know, five to 10 years out. So at the, at the any rate, I realized that, gosh, I want, I wanted to travel back in time and buy Bitcoin cheaper. And how do you do that? Well, there's only one way you can do that. And um, that's called mining. And with mining, you know, you can get the get the Bitcoin lower than spot price. And you just have to, you have to buy the machines and you have to wait and be patient. Well, and it's a longer for, term. For those that don't know, when you mine, there's what's called rewards. So the miners are paid in Bitcoin rewards. So you do get a daily drop. Mm -hmm. Small, and so you have to be willing. Again, personal opinion to hold on to it, so that way you can accumulate it. Um, so it's not, you know, it's it's unless de depending upon the power of your machine, then you can actually earn more Bitcoin based upon how strong your machine is. So anyway, that's right. No, so no, it's good. Thank you, and yeah. and interject at any point to make sure they're all clear. But yeah, these so these these uh, computers, you know, they look like a essentially they look like a computer yeah, you know because yeah yep. they are they just don't have the monitor but they have the tower and they have a fan that keeps it cool and so that you know it's running 24 7 um solving you know complex you know equations and such um in the in the bitcoin network so essentially when you transact when you and i transact if we were to send each other bitcoin uh somebody's got a prove that that transaction was legitimate exactly and so the miners are the ones that are verifying those transactions and stamping them um, on the network as permanent and then that for doing that uh you get uh small little pieces right as a reward like you said so what happens though it is a source of passive income because you could sell that bitcoin at the time you receive it and you will make you know, you will, you will make money. You will have positive cash flow, because as long as your rewards outpace your electric, your power fee, well, then you're positive cash flowing. 
That's totally right. Yep. Right. So then um, it's just another stream for me of passive income. Now, generally speaking, I'm a long-term Bitcoin optimist. I think it's going to you know, continue to be a premier store of value. I think Bitcoin's going to 100. I think it's going to 500,000. I, I definitely believe that at some point in my lifetime, it will hit a million. I have no idea when that's going to happen. Um, but I believe that uh, the law of supply and demand is just too strong in its favor. So, but let's just say, you know, it only goes up to a hundred and that's it. Um, well, we're at, you know, as we record, we're at 25. So I'm going to make money if I sell it now and, and convert that Bitcoin into dollars, or I can hold it and make even more money in capital gains over the longer haul. So for the most part, I do hold, I buy the machines, I mine, and then I hold the Bitcoin. And um, I believe that, you know, I just believe in the long-term, you know, effects of Bitcoin. So that's why I'm just holding all of it. Yeah, I don't need the no, cash right now. I, I think it's really interesting. Uh, since I mentioned the book, I'll just show it on air. It's the Bitcoin Cinderella and the Seven Dwarves. And it's about the Bitcoin mining, the Bitcoin history, and it's all in a fairy tale, but it has a lot of tech in there too. Oh, nice. Um, so it's yeah. something that like people that are just kind of learning it for the first time it's exactly. in a story form they can kind of comprehend yeah. it through yeah, yeah that's that's brilliant and this is the the second in my series the bitcoin cinderella the first book um touched a little bit on it but this it was definitely um all about bitcoin mining and at the bitcoin conference 2023 in miami it was actually sponsored by clean spark so i was able to give the book away Nice. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited about it because it's all about educating people about what's going on in our community. Any last minute thoughts as we wrap up? I know you and I have a lot of common interests, so we'll probably be on again yeah. for those that yeah. are you know, following us, definitely. Uh, but any last minute thoughts? And also before I, I let you kind of interject, for those that are listening, remember um, Jack's websites and emails and everything will be embedded below. So you'll be able to kind of go over and check out what he's doing. But now any last minute thoughts? <laughs> yeah, if, if the audience is, they've got some cash, you know, usually 40 to 50 K plus, and they're looking for a way to get passive income. I, I feel like I'm the guy. I mean, I've been in this space for, you know, a decade or more figuring out how to create passive income. So I've got three different opportunities, you know, that they can, the best thing they can do is just go to the website, myindestructiblewealth.com and book a call. And I can fit something that's going to work for them, whether it's buying property or syndication or joining our mining pool. But uh, the mining pool is awesome because, you know, you just buy the computers and we've got, we do everything else. We, we program them. We do all the tech work. We uh, repair them when they go down. We plug them into the mining pools. We send them, connect them to your wallet. We host them at our secure location. I mean, it's a very turnkey operation. So it's very, very passive for the investors buying. Now for me, it was not a passive. It took a year and a half to figure out how to get it up and running and get all the parts in and all the money I had to figure out how to get a hold of to, to make it happen. But for the investors, all they got to do is buy the machines. So it's uh it's a it's a great opportunity for those that you know have some cash and they're looking to to get involved and, and do it passively. But yeah, I think uh, Jackie, the best thing, if they can hit my site and and I have a podcast, I have an email list, and then they can get up to date on everything that I got going and any opportunities that, that I have at that time. I think that that would be great. So again, I will just say a few disclaimers here. Um, it's not investment advice. It's not real estate. It's not legal advice. And yeah. um, there's definitely risks in everything that you do. 
Um, sure. And, um, you know, again, I'm not endorsing one way or the other any of the businesses mentioned, but I do think that, especially on the real estate side, this is something that people should consider. On the, the Bitcoin side, I definitely, I, I've had my own personal experiences, pros and cons uh in the the crypto space so as a consultant i can definitely you know advise people uh to what to watch out for but i definitely think that bitcoin is something that everyone at least needs to explore and understand uh for sure um so i really appreciate your being on i love what you're doing i love the fact that you're exciting people to be entrepreneurs and to think about um alternative passive income because i think that the traditional job is not for everyone but sometimes you have to have a traditional job but then you want to look for these alternatives so that way you can mm -hmm. basically buy back your time and create the income so you can enjoy your family and the other things that you want to do so i really appreciate what you're doing um everyone definitely like and subscribe i will be chatting with you later and thank you so much for your time have a great thanks day thanks so much thank you jackie okay hold on a second